This is Messenger Insight, a podcast program brought to you by Oklahoma Baptists and the Baptist Messenger. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to this special Messenger Insight podcast episode. I'm Brian Hobbs, your host, and uh, today we have Emmett McKenzie on. Hey, Emmett. Hello. How are you? Great. Well, so uh, for those of you familiar, Emmett is an Oklahoma Baptist. Mm -hmm. He's a minister of the gospel, evangelist, and now author. Yes. Author of a new book, Life, and the subtitle is? It's not supposed to be like this. That's right. So, Emmett, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the book and how it connects with your life story and just how God has radically moved in your life. Okay. As you remember, you guys did the testimony video um, in 2017, just a brief three-minute for the missions video. Um, But in this book, it goes into detail um, about how um, life is not supposed to be like this, just a general plethora of, of problems and, and because of sin. Um, and, you know, and, and growing up, I didn't I didn't understand that. I didn't understand. So I became angry with God. I became angry with my parents. I became angry with society. I became angry with people with, with people that did me wrong. Um, but little did I know and little did uh, people people failed to help me realize that life ain't supposed to be like this. You know, and that's what I'm trying to get across to the readers um, after they read my testimony story. Um, so basically, it's a creation to Christ story. The 15th chapter is from one center to another, and it goes into the goes into the creation story. It says, "It says God, I want I want you to understand that God never intended for life to be like this." Yes. Um, and 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 it goes into the, the creation, everything that God made in the six days. He said was good. Everything was good. Everything was perfect. But sin came into the world, and unfortunately, this is the world we live in today because we se- we're separated from God. But I thank God that He sent His Son Jesus to die on a cross for our sins. So it's gospel driven. So the whole point is to share the gospel with people. <clears throat> so the thing of it is, is I had I had thought in my mind and my heart when I first got saved. Um, the first year, I thought how awesome it would be for people to hear a real, true, life-transforming story. And, you know, and I just put it to the background. Like, yeah, well, you're crazy. You know, that'll never happen. And I mean, it, it came it came true, um, you know, and I'm just uh, I'm excited. Um, my, my whole purpose and plan is to share the gospel. You, you know that I drive around Oklahoma sharing my testimony. Many churches call me to share share my faith and share my testimony. But I'm try, what I, my, my vision was to try to reach people in prisons and rehabs and jails and deal with the same problems that I dealt with. Um, and there's no way out. And, you know, the world is looking for answers that come up with solutions like gun control and, and birth control and, and this and that. But the whole thing is, is they need to, they need the gospel. Hmm. The, 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 problem, the world's problems will be fixed if they can't turn to Jesus. Not everything's going to be perfect, but the world will be driving in, in, in the, they'll be driving on the right road towards Jesus Christ. Amen. That's awesome. So, Emmett, your book is, of course, your personal testimony, what God's done in your life. But something that resonates with me is, you know, it, it talks about a lot of the issues you faced and, and went through yourself, you know, with alcohol or, you know, you mentioned anger issues, family issues, issues around abuse. This is really real in our society today and really relevant. How does, just how, how are you seeing, uh, as you share your testimony, 
What what kind of response are you seeing in people's faces as they as they hear all this about you, what God did? You can see the 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 pain that they that they're going through. The people that can relate to me and the problems that either they're going through, their children are going through, a loved one is going through. Um, so everybody knows somebody that's dealing with some of the problems that I dealt with, even to the extent of uh, um, sexual abuse. Um, to the extent of um, single to no parenting, um, being raised, or I mean, just no parents, the grandparents, aunts and uncles, and being abandoned um, as a child. And I mean, we know we have a we have a plethora of problems with with that. Um, you know, we we talk about counseling, we talk about things like that, but um, counseling is 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 profitable. Biblical counseling is, um, but but the whole the whole idea is that the people when I share my testimony and I they I can relate to them. You know, and I heard time after time after time, you know, that preacher, that person don't know what I'm going through. He can't tell me what to do. He can't tell me how to live. He can't because he doesn't understand me. But I can relate to them people. They will listen to me. Um, and I mean, and I can see the tears and I can see the pain and they'll come and voice to me. I have a similar story and they'll just break down and cry. Mm. Pray, pray, pray for my family. Pray for this family member. Pray for me. Um, you know, and I mean, just and man, it's it's gut wrenching, it's heart wrenching because I know I was once there, mm. I was once in that predicament where I was hopeless and I was helpless, until I met Jesus one night in a room by myself in a rehab. I got on my knees and asked Jesus to save me from my sins. Since that day, my whole life has changed. Absolutely. And and I, I and I pray that whenever people read this, they they see that it's gospel driven. Each each chapter at the end of each chapter, there's a scripture verse pertaining to my life at that time, and and I mean, and there's they they have to hear the word of God. They have to know that Jesus loves them. They have to know that God is pursuing them time and time again. And through the book, it just tells how God continues to pursue me. How God um, sent um, people knocking on my door, my mom's door, to send me to church when I was a child. And, and, you know, the gospel seed was planted. And without them gospel seeds being planted and watered throughout my life, I probably would never, never, never gave my life to Jesus Christ that night in a room mm-hmm. by myself. And I was utterly hopeless, utterly helpless. I couldn't turn to anything. I turned to drugs and alcohol and sex and money and drugs and fame and, and the drug deal world, drug dealing world. Um, it didn't fill me. It's a supernatural void that people have in their lives, and it can only go, and it can only be filled by Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. Emmett, how can people get a copy of the book? What's what's kind of the best way to order that? Or you've you got the Amazon version and a paperback and. Yes, so it's on Kindle. Um, you get it on Kindle. You can get a paperback and hardback. Um, I haven't got as far as to you know doing book signings or anything. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to get rich off this book. But my whole point is to share the gospel. Um, so the vision that I that I've had, um, we're starting a nonprofit organization. Um, as of right now, they're, they we have the board members. They're 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 about to call a meeting, and um, just through that, my vision is to get the book sold at half price. At, and per, churches can purchase these 50 books at a time. Um, that I mean, the minimum 50 at a time, and they will get it for half price. Um, and that way they can get them into their institutions, such as rehabs, um, juvenile detention centers, and uh, um, jails and prisons um, through the chaplains. They, I, I'm, working, yeah. I'm working in Memphis right now with their county jail. It's similar to this county jail. Um, so I have to go through the chaplains to get these books in there. So I have some meetings set up even with the juvenile detention center there in Memphis. So that's the goal. They have nothing else to do with their time but to think and read. 
and I've been there. I've been in jail. I, I, mean, I picked. I don't even like to read, but when I was in jail, I had nothing else to do, and I picked up books and I started reading it. And I, I know they'll read this book. Powerful. I know they will. Yeah. So uh, you also have a, a website, and people can just Google Emmett McKenzie. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, get a copy of this book. It's it's the type of book too that would make a great gift book or getting several copies. You know, you just never know the power of a person's story, what yes. God's going to do with that. And it speaks to some people maybe in this particular area or that, but all of us have a need for God Amen. and what he did in your life. So uh, speaking of you in your life news, the Lord's opened up uh, some new news in your life. Do you mind sharing that with us? Yes. Um, I met the love of my life um, in Memphis. I traveled the world. You know, I've been on world mission trips in Africa, South America, Latvia, different, different, different places. And, um, you know, I had been praying for God to send a woman in my life. And when I left Oklahoma to go to seminary in Memphis, I had, I had asked God and I told God, I said, God, I know the woman you have for me by the way she pursues me. God, I'm going to tell her my deepest, darkest secrets and, and, and in order to push her away from me and her not to date me and want me anymore. I was going to tell her those secrets and, and tell her everything about me. Um, and, and she's going to continue to pursue me. And even after that, I'm going to push her away and be like, no, no, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not interested. So she continued to pursue me. People look at her. She's very beautiful. <laughs> People are like, is she blind, Emmett? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, she's not blind. <laughs> but yeah, so I met her at Memphis um, at a church called East, East Hill Baptist Church in Memphis, Tennessee, whenever I was doing it to, for evangelistic reasons to get in the evangelistic um, portion of their church. So... I ended up meeting her and her parents approached me to help with their outreach and clothing ministry in, in, in the city of Memphis. Um, they set up these tables in the, you know, in a poor neighborhood and then mm-hmm. people will come. So they asked me to share my testimony. And uh, so when I first seen her, you know, when she first seen me, you know, we weren't interested, you know, I didn't, I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't like her, you know, she didn't like me. It was just like, you know, don't 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 look at me. Don't don't talk to me type thing. Um, you know, and I was just like, you know, not not that we were being being mean to each other. We just wasn't interested. Um, <clears throat> so after she heard my testimony um, and I'm talking to her dad, we're having a conversation after after I share my testimony. And I noticed somebody, you know, I noticed somebody at the side of my side of my uh, on, on the side of my site, you know, just uh just standing there, you know, and I kind of turned to the side and my, my wife now, she was standing there just kind of blinking her eyes at me like, you know, like I just kind of it was turned off, you know, like, what, what do you what do you want? You know, you treat me. I mean, she was rude to me, you know, and, and then here she is trying to, you know, just trying to talk to me. And I'm like, it was it was just strange. But anyway, God changed her heart and, and you know, being interested in me and uh, she started pursuing me um, and everything, everything worked out to where God. God did this. Um, everything, everything. Um, I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm, I, I, I love her. I'm love her like like Christ loves the church, and I do her love her like Christ loves the church. Um, you know, just um, and, so really and, recently you were married and had the ceremony. And, yes, yeah, this yeah. Friday, yeah, October. And, I mean, yeah, November fourth. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, congratulations. <laughs> we're so you. glad the Lord's answered that prayer too. And I just know y'all are going to be a ministry couple. Amen. You know, some. So Emmett, you you continue to evangelize in per, in personal mm-hmm. evangelism. Yes, sir. What, why is that continue to be uh, so urgent to you? And what what do you want others to see in that? And what would you want them to know about how to be bold like that? I would want them first to know that 
they have to recall their salvation each and every day, okay. each and every moment that they were once lost. Everybody once was an enemy of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you've been to church your whole life, even if you were once lost, you were once an enemy of God, but God shows that grace through faith, and he offers it to you free at the cost of his son dying on a cross. Um, and when we come to an understanding that no matter how perfect we thought we were, we was never perfect enough to come to God. And when we come to that realization, then we have this this fire that's inside of us. You know, I, I've done a lot of wrong. I've done committed many sins against people, against God. And, man, God loves people. God loves the world. That's why he sent his son Jesus to die on a cross. Um, and that's what that's that passion. Every time I recall my my testimony, I shouldn't be here today. I shouldn't be speaking in this mic. I could be dead in the grave, or I could be locked up. I went and visited the county jail before I came here. And um, you know, there's people. There's over a thousand people in that jail just suffering and hurting, just like me. And I just want to get this book in there so they can read it and know that God can change their life. Um, you know, and um, the main most important thing I want them readers and, and the listeners to know is that Jesus loves the world. We need to love like Jesus loves. We can't have a testimony and we can't share the gospel if we don't love people. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to love like Jesus loves. You have to. And man, my heart, I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter what ethnic race. It doesn't matter their social social status. It doesn't matter, man. I'm going to share the gospel with them yeah. because, you know, I want to see them saved. I want to see them. I want to know the Jesus. I want them to know the Jesus that I know. There's many different forms of Jesus in different religions, but this Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Trinitarian God, Jesus Christ, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, that's the Savior of the world. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have a, uh, you know, of course, the joy of the Lord is all over your face. And, uh, you know, I think about the, the Apostle Paul, how he never quite got over how his life was before Christ, how bad he was, the th- but he never got over what Jesus did for him. And mm-hmm. I see that in you Amen. and just what what are some ways boldness has been rewarded by the Lord for you in evangelism? Have you had any recent encounters where, you know, you, you just stepped out? I'm going to start talking to this person and, uh, you know, saw saw them respond. Yes. Um, so there was um, there was a person that is. So we go to Shelby Park Farms. Okay. Um, in Memphis, and it's an it's an area. There's multi ethnicity people from all mm-hmm. around the world, or, or they come to that park. Um, I've seen many people come to Christ there. Um, yeah. Just just um, this this um, I, I want I, I'd hate to call you know the ethnicity uh, Asian, if mm-hmm. you will. Okay. Um, so the, so we're standing there, and these other people from different churches they they're also evangelizing. They're handing out tracts, and so our group and their group they kind of got together. And, you know, they're socializing. They're like, oh well, we've been doing this for so many years and this and that i turn around like man there's lost people and i turn around and there's 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 these two asian there's this asian couple standing behind me trying to get this bike out you know the the this you know mm-hmm. you have to pay okay yeah mm-hmm. so so i turn around and I, will, I i go straight to them i mean like 10 steps turn around because i mean they wanted to conversate they want man i was there for a reason to share the gospel yeah you know and that guy didn't quite understand he he knew that jesus died on the cross and rose from the grave you know he's heard about this jesus that said have you confessed him as your personal lord and savior he goes what do you mean i said is there a time and day that you remember that you confessed your sins to god and you asked jesus christ to save you from your sins 
that you that you believe in your heart that Jesus died on a cross and rose from the grave? He says, no, I never heard of such thing. I said, well, you can have that salvation right now. And I ran through the Romans road with him. Yeah. He gave his life right there wow. in broad daylight. You know, and I'm just like, you know, I'm not there to socialize. I'm not there to do anything but share the gospel. You know, I'm trying to stay when I go on a mission. I mean, and it's just not a mission just on a set day, a set time. Um, it's every day in restaurants, um, people standing on the corner when God leads me to them people. Um, and just, just, I mean, just anywhere we're at, we're standing in line at Target or Walmart. Um, and my wife, she, she's an evangelist too. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. she's loving the people. She'll just start, Oh, hi, how are you doing? You know, where are yeah. you from? And, you know, and boom, we're starting to share the gospel with them. We'll tag awesome. team, boom, boom, boom. We'll just back and <laughs> forth with them. You know, we're leading people to the Lord. Um, you know, and that's kind of the other vision as, as, as an evangelist, as a biblical, Evangelist, we we are gifted to the churches to train and equip the saints for the ministry, mm-hmm. and that's my prayer is that churches will allow us to come in and actually take them, take the pastor and his members out into their community, out to their next door, and say, "Hey, we're from we're from the such and such Baptist church. Um, we're we're here, and we're, we just want to come pray for you. We want we want to let you know that we we you've been laid on our hearts. We want to pray for you, and we want to invite you to come to the church uh, this coming Sunday. Um, is there something we can pray with you about? I mean, and their doors will get slammed in my face. Um, mm-hmm. and people reject the gospel all the time, but we got to understand that they're not rejecting us; they're rejecting the gospel. Mm-hmm. They're rejecting Jesus. So, I mean, just the yeah. boldness when we come to that understanding that not everybody's going to come to Christ. Uh, m- more people reject Christ than, <laughs> than, than people that I lead to the Lord. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it, we, we, have to, we have to come to that realization that, you know, it's not us that they're rejecting. It's the gospel. Yeah. But, you know, just having a heart for people. Yeah. Um, just number one, just the fruit of the Spirit. Good. The fruit of the Spirit. Well, I'm I'm just uh, staying amazed at what God's done in your life and how He's gifted you and how you've been faithful to to step forward. You know, if if there weren't a lost person around, I'm convinced you'd be witnessing this water bottle or so. I mean, you are just so on fire for the Lord. And we think, Emmett, how can uh, if someone if a pastor wanted to have you speak in the church or they want to find out about the books, what's the best way to get in touch with Emmett McKenzie? Um, you can go on my website. My phone number is on there. It's uh, emmettmckenzie.org. Um, or you can call me at 405-772-9514. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm open to come. I'm about to come on my Christmas break. Um, back mm-hmm. to Oklahoma. It's been Christmas break here. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, doors are going to open. Um, yeah. but, I, but I pray most importantly is that churches and, and organizations will pray about buying these bulks of 50 uh, books yeah. at a time to get these into, into, into prisons and rehabs. Um, yeah. You know, and that's what the nonprofit um, purpose is for, is, yeah. is, is to get that rolling. Give us the book title one more time, Emmett. Life, It's Not Supposed to Be Like This by Emmett McKenzie. Perfect. Well, brother, thanks for coming on and sharing what the Lord's doing. Blessings to you and your wife and uh, just your marriage and, and ministry. And uh, we'll keep following this with The Baptist Messenger. Go to baptistmessenger.com for more podcasts. Emmett, thanks again. God thank, bless you. Thank you. This Messenger Insight has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at baptistmessenger.com or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.